0: Start this then, as it's as it's Samhain and Halloween, and everything goes bump in the night. We've decided to sway, swap places, and this week's rambling is bought by ones truly the faustiest of them all. So, I want to have a ramble today about something that's been winding me up all week.
1: Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Are you stealing my fucking bit? Are you stealing my fucking? I've been trying to get you to do all of this fucking content shit for fucking ages and now all of a sudden just when I've got a good thing going just when I've use my therapy session
0: once a fucking week you're taking it away from me is that what's going on? Well basically you haven't done one this week so I'm feeling I'm having to fill in the slack Oh you're right I did miss last week's but we were ever so busy. So you're not working hard enough you see so now that means I've got to step in. Okay. So that's how bad things get. If I have to step in that means shit's Shit's not working. Okay. So my ramble for this week, because it's been, <laughs> it's been getting to me this week. I know it shouldn't, but it does. Um, and that is these. What what did I say? I was going to call them. What you were oh, saying, Muppets, mag- magical Muppets, <laughs> magical Muppets. magical Muppets. Um, and it is this fact that, even though we probably give what is, and this isn't pure ego (laughs) when anyone starts (laughs) this isn't pure ego but (laughs) but we do probably deliver some of the best witchcraft content that is out there in the sense that we actually give actual practice and guide people through how they actually deliver something rather than it just being a list of correspondences or pointing out things that is the right part of the year So, you know, does a video on autumn witchcraft and starts talking about leaves are falling. I'm sorry, but a five year old knows that the leaves are falling and what colours they are. Because, you know, at the end of the day, I work with students that don't know what day or time of the week it is, but they still know what autumn looks like. So, you know, what are you actually delivering when you offer on the Internet um, or writing books that sell really well by Llewellyn? um giving you an idea of what you should be doing in parts of the year um, you know that kind of that's the stuff that kind of really irritates me what's triggered me particularly this week is because we've got uh, a new person that's kind of shown up on the, on the kind of quite locally really mm. a uk witch that's setting up um you know like the the good witch of bristol um like one of these kind of all of a sudden pulled something out of her ass because she thinks she's read enough books to now start a witchcraft shop and obviously every witchcraft shop now nowadays has to have its own its own website in order to you know sell its wares has to have a f- private facebook group and has to has to have a youtube channel because obviously that's the only way one does business these days It is the 21st century after all. Well, that's what we did. It is exactly what we did. (laughs) But we built several brands all at once and delivered them all at once after just having a weekend, thought about it and just made it happen. That is true. Rather than we've just finished reading all the basic books on witchcraft. Now we need to kind of announce ourselves as the the latest greatest, Um, which we never have, funnily enough ever said we were the latest greatest um
1: we've never said we were the greatest we got labelled as can you remember we used to get labelled on social media as um oh, what was it it wasn't advanced witch what came before that
0: what super witches super
1: witches that was it
0: yeah
1: we just called ourselves witches remember that when <laughs> yeah. we
0: just used to call used ourselves to say, witches or professional witchcraft is professional probably witchcraft, the, the best yeah. we would probably say but literally, yeah, it's gone. To... <laughs> very, very quickly, um, we were started to be called the Super Witches. Now we own we own the the brand and everybody wants to be a hashtag Super Witch.
1: But it was by our
0: peers. It wasn't mundane. Yeah. It
1: was actual other witches yeah. calling us Super
0: Witches. Like the Witches of old, it was it was an accusation. Yeah. It was a community given name, mm. a title given by the community. So yeah, so kind of like for me, I'm kind of, I get slightly pissed off every now and again over the fact that we put all this amazing content out there. And for free, I must add, we give a lot away for free Um, and expect very little in return. Especially in person. Especially in person. The amount of free shit we give away when we go into the into the actual community so-called community yeah but that's a different rant the great unwashed the great unwashed and we give them all sorts of things and then yeah and then you have a, a new witch on the on the block who's getting in the first two hours of it being live something like um 300 views because you know she decided to swing a bit of cloth around in the woods in the woods and and recite some Latin that was probably copied from Wikipedia. I'm pretty damn sure it's on Wikipedia. I probably should Google it right now, but I'm not going to. And yet that's that gets more views than we get.
1: This is really just moaning that we don't have enough subscribers and views on YouTube. <laughs> to
0: a certain extent, yes. Right. Because we've been delivering content for two years now. Chris, right? I've had, I've gone through this. We even I, lowered ourselves to Fausty witches. We even on, kn- on I, a on a paranormal network. I
1: lowered myself to doing fucking book reviews. That's how far you did I do a book myself. reviews. But you, why is it? Because I've gone through this. I always felt that this was like, oh, what the fuck are we even doing this for? And no one's really interacting. And then when we started getting interaction, we started seeing proper people doing magic. Yeah. that wouldn't have done it if they hadn't have met us, that yeah. have searched for it and have been mentored by some of these people that write the books.
0: Exactly. And still held.
1: I went through that. But why is it that when I was annoyed by certain fucking idiots talking about, you know, with nice pretty nails and stuff and talking about different coloured candles needed to be used, you were like, oh, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. But then all of a sudden now someone comes along and swings a bit of fabric and someone else comes along and talks a little bit about about fairy encounters with them going to a fucking gay bar and then someone coming up to them saying, is there any women here? Yeah. And getting freaked the fuck out by about that and getting tens of thousands of views from it.
0: Why is it that you're now suddenly getting pissed off with this? Well, this one particularly pissed me off, but that's because someone i actually respected or at least i thought i respected from a historical point of view has commented on on this first ever co- first ever post which was shit which was shockingly shit had no no real information in it it was 3 minutes fucking long and then somebody actually went oh yeah well done well done and i'm kind of like are you missing something this is someone published in multiple multiple ways, has got a massive following because mm. of their amazing brain and how they actually apply folklore to actual craft, which is why that a person particularly excites me. Is right. then going, Well done, this is amazing. But
1: Are you aware that this famous academic has a patron themselves and that potentially this may be someone that pays them to be on their patron and has notified them that they are producing their own YouTube and felt the
0: need to go and put that comment there? As a sign of encouragement. As a sign of encouragement. I I didn't think of that. I didn't think of that, I must admit. But the thing is, what that person's delivering doesn't match like other, you know, the fact that even in three minutes of one of that person's episodes, you'd have got more information than you got in those three minutes, and it would have been more relevant. Even if it was historic, it would have been more relevant than what that person delivered. And I think one because they're they're listing themselves as a <laughs> as as a yeah, what do you call it? traditional Traditional witch Witch. a british traditional witch uh which we'll go on to another rant in a minute because i shall rant about somebody completely different but that's because that's the likelihood of what we are in at the moment but that is where we're at we're surrounded by fucking sycophants who actually think they know something about modern witchcraft and not no, just modern witchcraft, witchcraft. They think they know about classical witchcraft is essentially what they're well, trying to claim.
1: I don't think they, ha- they don't know anything about classical witchcraft. And I don't think they claim to know anything about classical when witchcraft. When
0: you're reciting Latin to name the four winds, you are having, having a dig at cra- a classical witchcraft. No, they're utilising
1: traditional witchcraft. And as we know, traditional witchcraft was pleb magic and pleb magic that was stolen and watered down from the classical period. So really what you're talking about is you're talking about Wiccans from way back when.
0: (laughs) I hate it. I hate it. I feel like I'm being invaded. That's what it comes down to. In a bad way. I feel like I'm being, you know... Touched in a dirty place. Is it like this Japanese? Um, no, <laughs> this Japanese. No, <laughs> I feel. I feel like. Tentacle porn. I feel like Elmo's. <laughs> Elmo's crying out because he's being touched in a special place. Tickle me Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I really like it. It's that's what's setting me off, and I don't think it would have bothered me if this particular person I actually respected had hadn't commented. So that's what drove me. I you think over that's what's triggered me right to the point that it's pushed me over the edge into kind of feeling like, do I put the bitch down? Like <gasps> Chris, you can't do that. Like I genuinely that's how wound up about it I was the other day. It was enough for me to post you or like text you about it. This is true. Like I don't normally something like this would just you know, wash wash off me, water off a duck's back, kind of not give a shit. But it really has set me off, and then it's kind of triggered. I think the other part is that it come a couple of days after I uh, we'd had another comment on the the Keldon rant, <laughs> which was my fault. Which I went off and like went, "I'll deal with it. I'll I'll defend oh, you," yeah, yeah. and I was totally fine with that. And then a couple of days later, this has happened, and I'm just thinking, "Are you fucking for real?" Like. These people don't know anything about witchcraft or magical practice. They've read everything from, not even necessarily from a book, although, you know, I have done my research and obviously I know that that person is a particularly good big fan of a Cornish witch who uh, likes to get published.
1: We will be talking about the fall of Troy and not the old Troy. <laughs> but are we talking about the fall as in
0: fool? Or are we talking about fall as in fool? I think we're talking about the fall as in O-O-L. Oh. You know, as the in... The fall of Troy instead of the fall of Troy. <laughs> <laughs> because literally it fucks me off that much that actually it's starting to really bug me. Not in, Not enough for me to go and write a book like i'm doing that liam's doing that Um, but that's probably in order for him to redirect his own personal rage this is very true whereas i don't i don't feel that i could even be bothered enough to actually do it i just kind of feel like witch scratching i'm not Mm -hmm. gonna lie that's kind of where my mind goes at the moment is they'll stop writing these books if i kill them all so you're feeling towards the general
1: community how I feel towards a certain Scottish cunning man.
0: Yes. So but then we could have that ginger cunt as well. Not, not <laughs> Well he's included, isn't he? He's an author. I don't like. It's included. He he's the worst of both. Is he? Because I thought he's, he was the best of both. D- he's a he's a digital one. <laughs> and he's now been published, which kind of feels like, are you for real? Again, another historian that actually, should be talking about real practice, and I'm not convinced that actually is doing that, especially out of the videos that I've watched today. Of because then has that triggered me just on the face that he's doing textile magic and not calling it that? Ooh. Like in the most basic color coordinations or you know, color co- correspondences of ancient Scottish. Which, you know, is bollocks, because let's face it. He even talked about the Tartan. Exactly. I'm talking about clans. Nothing. He's just a sign that apparently these things mean... OK, we know there are a couple of people that would absolutely love this shit. So I'm not... I, I kind of almost want to put a link to go on, for you to go and actually look at it. But essentially, a particular... Um, Ginger prick. Yeah, a particular Valkyrie that we know quite well, a Vengeance Demon, <laughs> would love to take apart the fact that they want to use blue cords to deal with pregnancy. I'm sure she would have a particular issue with that. And the idea that that is in any way, shape or form a standardised practice. I think that's what fucks me off when they talk about these traditional witchcraft bollocks. Is it as if there is some kind of code of standard practice? There is, you see. There is not. No, but Chris, there is. Because what happens
1: within traditional witchcraft, right, is we get all of the people that spattered a load of random shit because they were being tortured. That gets recorded and then a historian comes along, like Professor Ronald Hutton or (laughs) one of his people that are on the degree, and they'll release a book. With all of these combined, yeah, and then that will become and be called something like, I don't know, the Cunning Man's Handbook or something like that. And then Uh, after that, people will take that and be inspired by it, try and fill in the back gaps, and then you'll get something along the lines of
0: a certain someone. So you mean this is like the Celtic Reconstructionalism stuff that I can't fucking stand? This
1: is Celtic Reconstructionalism, but instead of Celtic, we're talking about medieval magical practices. And it's devolving because we all know that there are people that have inherited magical traditions and abilities forcibly. They they haven't had much of a choice in it. They've had to cope with not having a mentor and all of this shit popping up, mm. you know. But then at the same time, you've had people that are studying under other people that have a more of a traditional style of magic maybe traditional style of witchcraft right our friend lady poison's one of those sorts of people you know and they're pushing and pushing and pushing and they use both historic references folklore but also their own fucking
0: creativity and intelligence to create more but that's that's working by inspiration that's actually taking like i said where i i do hate the celtic reconstruction list but at the same point at least they they're Goal is quite a noble one, which is they're trying to take actual evidence, so physical remains, and trying to reconstruct it from physical evidence. Whereas what this lot of traditional bollocks witches, these magical muppets, are doing (coughs) is they are they are taking the writings that were either taken by duress or were written by other people. Mm-hmm. So they're not even secondary sources; they're like tertiary, or or you know, Chinese fucking whispers of something that actually happened, yeah. and saying, "Oh well, I know that this, this is right because in under this interrogation, this was said, or in order to win this law case, this bollocks was said." As a, that's not even said by the witch themselves. That is. One witch taking the piss out of somebody else's practice in order to say well there're they're a shit witch, and I'm a good witch because I don't use that dodgy practice. I do this, or you know, so i kind of I look at those sorts of uh, sorts of methods and I'm kind of going, "Are you for real like actually go down a route and do something about it, like at least with the like the Celtic reconstructionists. You're talking about people that are going, okay. well, there's no written data. I've got what these historians have said, but I can take that with a pinch of salt. Here's what it looks like. How would I apply what I know about witchcraft and try and figure out what is going on? And at no point are you stood there exclaiming that you've actually found the original way. Mm. You're going, well, it kind of looks like this. And because it does that, maybe this is what I'm doing. So I've got, I can kind of deal with the practice, you know, with the gnosis that you're trying to build there. I can kind, I can follow you to a certain extent. What I, where they start to piss me off is normally the fact it's the case of going, well, at the end of the day, a copper pot's a fucking copper pot. Like, Mm. why would the vessel make any difference? If they'd have got a, a clay one, they'd have used a fucking clay one. Uh, They just happened to have that available at the time and you've only got it because it was either buried with them because it was of some special significance to them or it was something that they wanted to offer because the family are the ones that buried them, not the person that was dead.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not an academic, so you know I don't give a shit about academia, really. (laughs) But what I do care about is seeing the difference between what used to be a group of serious practitioners calling themselves traditional witches as a joke to say, we're not like those fucking idiot Wiccans, we're doing things the traditional way. Blood and guts and core and all that, unsanitised.
0: Figuring it out.
1: Figuring it out. And then you've got the kind of Wiccans that are the quibbling over stupid shit and saying which colour candle you need to use. Now, having seen what we saw today, we (laughs) saw traditional witch turning round and saying, you need to use this colour thread for this, this colour thread for that. They've replaced the fucking colour-coded candles with colour-coded fucking threads. And the 90s books on Wicca they've replaced with Modern academic books, which are collections of folk charms, Mm. and what they're doing because I've seen their practice, I have seen their practice because they have actually released genuine rituals and various things that they've done. They've done what the Wiccans used to be doing, which is following a recipe and just chucking ingredients down. But what they're doing is they're just doing it with traditional charms. Like, I know you've got a book in front of you that you were going to talk about, but. It is the equivalent of, ah, okay, these people are gonna teach, these people are gonna do the magic, but what are they doing? That old folk charm that you've got, yeah? Rain, rain, go away, come back another day. How are you gonna make that fucking work? And why aren't you teaching yeah. the people when you're teaching that rhyme and writing in your stupid fucking book, yeah. why aren't you teaching them how to make that work?
0: You're r- writing a book of fucking poetry. You know, not a book teaching magic. But this is what's bugging me when it comes down to figures, because when you look at it as figures, which unfortunately is how we measure success these days, is you look at data and you go, "Well, the data says that that's not very successful. We probably need to stop doing that." But actually, you look at you look at your um, introduction to spellcasting that bit and the bit you did with a bean casing yeah. is far <laughs> more fucking world breaking. Than what they're doing with you know rain rain go away like mm. you know it's it's the case of going okay how does said uh, said horseshoe work why yeah. why why use a, a, a horseshoe and not use nail clippings from the dog like what what is it about a, a horseshoe that says this is innately magical? Well, they hide behind law at that point. That's the thing.
1: They hide behind lore and they hide behind magic squares, magic words. And they say, well, we understand that this is what they thought. Therefore, we're going to copy it, which is no different than really what you're talking about with the reconstructionist type of people. Is that now you don't just do it because that's what a bunch of fucking idiots did hundreds of years ago and thought this would work. I mean, these are people where you're talking about, oh, dumb, dumb and dumber. Oh, I'm a pleb. I don't know a huge a lot. I'm going to do this. That's where fucking superstition comes from. Yeah. And copying the superstition without really understanding how it works. Now, that is the fucking difference yeah. no one's talking about. The traditional witches, such as Lady Poison, they take that lore and they apply it, magical principles that they fucking understand to it and make it work. What they don't do is they
0: don't just sling a bit of salt over them because that's what Granny told them to do. because once she spilt salt, threw it over her shoulder and for some reason she had a good day that day. Yeah. And because everyone's just dumping their old people in
1: homes anymore and not interacting with them on a daily basis, they need to go and buy folk charm books instead of spending time with the older members of the family that might actually spill a
0: few family secrets. It just it it just sets me off. Anyway, to give an example, I think I'll probably will read this one. Oh, I do like that book though, because I, it's one of my. I do like that book. It's which is not a bad book, but the point the point that I'm trying to make is the fact that if we were to go and describe a horseshoe to you and deliver content about a horseshoe, yeah. one we'd have a fucking horseshoe to show you, which we did. Yeah. Secondly, we would explain how that works. Which we also did. Which we also did. And we would then set you a task to say, you go and do something with a fucking horseshoe. Which we also did. And tell us how you did. This is what we did. So like, you know, at the end of the day, that's the bit that bugs me, is that there is still book after book after book coming out that people spend a decent amount of money on. These aren't Mm. kind of like £10 books. Yeah. Like, a lot of these books are expensive, limited delivery. Yeah. Limited editions, where you're kind of like, okay, well, that's now sold out, so I'm going to have to buy the special edition that comes out next year that's hard book and hardback and embossed. Well, come, that specific publishing company you're talking about normally do free editions. Uh, so they do
1: the paper copy edition, they'll do the fancy, like, levery edition, and then they do the rare edition as well. So... And the specific book you're going to read from is a book designed to teach witchcraft. There's another one which I also really like, which is a collection of folk charms. Hmm. It's not telling you it's going to teach you magic. It's literally a collection of folk charms. That one's trying to teach magic. That's
0: like having an anthology of poems. Yeah. You're You're saying, here are some things to read. Here's the authors that produce them. Yes. And there you giving the historical context, I would hope, mm. in that set of, of where you've actually pulled that from. Does the books do that? Because I don't know the book you're actually talking about. But I would expect mm. that in a book of charms that are pulled from various places, that you would underneath every single one of them say where that was pulled from so they that do, I could go and find out. They do. They do. Um, list
1: the sources. all of the sources come from the Witchcraft Museum because that's the person that worked in the Witchcraft museum created a database for the Witchcraft museum okay. and published it okay, but they did compare and contrast charms from different places, like the same charm from different places, but also from different time frames as well, so they had an interest in one which would have been potentially. Norsey, and then you can see it become Christian-y based on okay. certain things. Okay. So they did a good job at that, but it still that sounds like a good job. The level of that, they weren't trying to teach magic. That was no. literally a collection of charms, and that's doing better than I think. Perhaps that one you've got.
0: Well, this one is supposed to be personal praxis Yeah, throwing you in, showing you how to actually um, learn magic from it, which is the you know the other reason we hate we hate that fucking Kelden book. Um, but that's down to the fact that actually. <laughs> which is going to bug me. And I will read from the book eventually. People, sorry, I will get to it. But I really am pissed off by this. I don't know if you can tell. Um, it's it's tickled Liam, so therefore enough to actually, you know, allow me to take this over for, for one week. Um, but, you know... It's down to the fact that <laughs> the person that I defended you from on the on the Kelden rant this week... Which one? Oh, the, the latest one. The latest one. You mean the one that wouldn't e- we couldn't even pay to yes. watch one of our we, videos? We, cou- we couldn't possibly pay them in order to actually convince them to do anything. Um, however, apparently the first time they watched it was enough for them to actually resist the urge to buy the shit book by Kelden. Um But obviously, apparently... They couldn't possibly wait any longer, decided to actually buy it. And it was actually the best thing they've ever done. Really, for their practice? Apparently, it blew their practice into a whole new level. And I'm kind of like, okay, well, what were you practising before then, love? Feel free to share with us what was so groundbreaking about this book. Um, Apparently, we couldn't pay him to actually do anything for us, include tell us the reason that that book was so fucking good. But anyway... Getting back to uh, one of Liam's new favorite uh, favorite authors, clearly, um, who talks so beautifully about traditional witchcraft. Um, hey, it... I don't mind Jesus, but I don't <laughs> like his followers. Right? Hey, I don't. I don't have an issue with Jesus. He, he he knew how to throw a party. Same with the author of that book. I ain't got a problem with the author, but the followers oh, okay. I do. <laughs> Definitely the followers. Anyway, especially Brian. Especially <laughs> Brian. <laughs> So, in here is, a, is a, um, a charm for a sleeping limb. So, when, uh, when your leg falls asleep. Apparently, uh, a limb that has fallen asleep can be charmed back, to, back into life by anointing it thrice. Not three times. Thrice. Um, with one's own spittle. Um, obviously, that's spit for anybody that doesn't speak ancient. Um, with a form of a cross. Now, that sounds far too Christian for me. Well, they're very cunning folk. It's very cunning folk, yes, it's very cunning folk. But my my issue is not the charm, because obviously she'll have got that from somewhere, um, hopefully useful, and to her, accurate enough for her to put it down in writing. But at the end of the day, uh, the issue with it is the fact there is no explanation as to how that would work, or why that could possibly work. I would happily sit and read an entire chapter... Just on that charm alone, if she was going to explain how that worked, with magic, Chris, you just do it and it works. Now, this is what fucks me off. It goes back to the fucking classical, um, the classical comments made earlier, where you read four lines in Latin to the to address the four winds, and shouldn't suddenly they're going to do what you've told them to do? Like I just. It it baffles me that people will one buy this shit, but two regurgitate it with their own faith on, on on the internet. I just I don't get it, Liam. Am I am I really blowing things out of proportion for no reason? Superstition is what it is. Superstition is, I do this
1: thing, and I don't fucking know how it works, and I don't know why I do it, but I do it. What superstition used to be is it used to be shoved in Brothers Grimm fairy tales and that sort of thing, and it would be seen as a fairy tale, and it would be part of your kind of culture and all that sort of thing. Now, people are taking superstition, collecting them, becoming superstitious, and then calling themselves witches. And the problem is, is that... (laughs) When you look at a Brothers <laughs> grim fairy tale, Hansel and Gretel or something like that, you've kind of got the villagers and you've got the kids and all that. They're the superstitious ones, right? They're the ones that haven't got a fucking clue. Then you've got the witch in the story. They're the one that did have the clue, right? Now, what we're having is we're having a load of fucking idiots, superstitious idiots, that are doing all of these things and messing about and claiming... To be magical practitioners when they're not really doing that because there's no problem with trying a little bit of superstition we've got a friend right the dark pastor she Mm. went from christianity to literally i think a year ago studying witchcraft in one entire year She went from the first, I think it was like two fucking weeks or something, maybe a month, of buying a bunch of witchcraft books and various other things about crystals and all that sort of thing, reading them, thinking this is a load of fucking shit, going and trying to find real-life witches out there, finding a couple of them, talking to them, cobbling together her own magical practice based on what worked, and then trying to understand how it worked. And the year later... You could call her a fucking witch.
0: Yeah. You know? You but could hire her to actually
1: could, yeah, do work for yeah. you. Yeah.
0: Not just her own work, but actually hire her to actually do work for you. But but the people that are
1: still at that, I'm going to buy every witchcraft book and every crystal book and all that, and all I'm going to do is copy it. 20 years later. <laughs> 20 years later, and then saying, after 20 years, yeah. I can cast my first spell. Yeah. When there was ten years and I don't want to bring that up. I thought that might have died actually, but someone did start
0: commenting again so but you know like I just it's it's burnt me this week, and it's irritated me, and at the end of the day, it comes down to the fact that I know that I can justify what we do based on how amazing the practitioners that we are working with on a on a on a daily weekly basis we work with some amazing amazing witches that are actually progressing fast yeah and and achieving lots and you know that that at the end of the day is worth more than having you know 20,000 followers uh, and youtube paying us a shitload of money just for keep providing content but the you know it still it still bugs me that you get people that green rocking up and they're not adding anything to the conversation. Yeah. If they were coming out with brilliant things like you know, Dark Pastor's blog is is fucking gold. It is. Because that's but genuinely showing someone their progression. It's just gold. Now, if they were doing something like that, I'd expect someone like the Dark Pastor to have thousands of views. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, easy easy to look at, female, therefore automatically does a lot better because the, the amount of people that go on watching her just to wank will be oh will be what happens with a lot of these female of these female witches that go on and become new youtube sensations let's face it we're not we're not saying anything people already don't know but the point is what she is actually putting out there is gold and actually that would be an interesting story for someone just to listen to yeah even if they never practiced, I would still feel like that was a win because it would have given people enough enough to have at least thought about or dreamed about it whereas yeah. what we offer is is real work is is how they can actually do the shit they've dreamed about
1: mm.
0: and make it happen mm. How is that not how is that not more interesting than some blonde idiot talking about fucking. Oh, uh, I can. And we have... all need to be nice to each other. <sighs> <laughs> well, that's what most of the witchcraft things
1: are. Like. It's all about how we've got to be nice to each other and understanding about each other's practices, because everyone's on their own path and everyone's a unique little fucking snowflake, mm-hmm. and everyone's practice is just as valid as each other's, and that's a fucking lie. <laughs> it's a fucking lie. Back in the classical days, it was. I go to you because you get fucking you get stuff fucking done. Yeah, and then if someone's done some magic on me, you're more powerful than that person because you can get rid of it. Yeah, you know it was a, it for me. a dog eat dog world. Nowadays, it's all about we're on a journey of discovery, and magic is a journey of discovery. Yes, but it's a journey of discovery through acquisition of knowledge and power.
0: Yeah,
1: not a journey of discovery of thinking about my feelings and buying crystals
0: i like exactly because what is what is witchcraft what is power in the you know what is magic and that is manifesting change but because of these fucking magical muppets i can't i don't feel like i'm allowed to say manifest anymore <laughs> what about intention intention All these words that we used to use to describe how magic worked in order to get a beginner to understand what we're talking about. I feel like a a fucking gypsy fortune teller when I'm talking about actual magical practice now. Because I feel like the words I am used to using, I feel like a charlatan even saying. Mm. And it's just, like I said... Or you could have, you know, you could look like a living sex doll and talk about Thelema, um, and you would make far more views than if you were to come and watch actual real magic. Is that the, the Da'at... Da'at darling, darling. Da'at Darling. She does look like a sex doll. She though, looks like right. a living sex doll. <laughs> Do you think that's where her views come I from? I think that's where her views come from, because oh. she does look like she could be in that tentacle porn. Oh, no!
1: You know?
0: She does actually look like she oh is God. is is born out of a out of a manga comic and has just discovered witchcraft for the first time which is really hard for me to say because actually some of the things she say I quite actually enjoy well she's very, she's well, very read. well read but that's the problem
1: isn't it these <laughs> like... people often are come in the well read category or the almost well read <sighs> category but very rarely do they come in the i've learnt this myself
0: from experimentation and i can do it again category anyway um, i've probably talked to you around in circles and you probably don't need to hear any more of my rant um so who's the biggest muppet
1: who is the biggest muppet currently is 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 halloween 2021 currently who is the biggest magical muppet that annoys you the most
0: or do you have to give a top three i'd probably have to give a top three give a top three but and I must say, Keldon is in that top three, but he's not the one that <laughs> irritates me the most. So is he number three, then? He's probably number three. Right, OK, so there's two that are worse than Keldon currently. The other one is The Witch of Wonderlust. Oh. if you've ever watched her. She's a pole dancer who dressed like a schoolgirl, even though she's 25. Like, <laughs> I'm seeing where all these views come from now. <laughs> Do you know, are you seeing the theme? You're feeling the yeah. theme? <laughs> And then the and then the the first one, the one that irritates me the most, I've even forgot her name. What is that book I bought last year? And you were amazed that had an intro to Harmony Wicker nice. Harmony Nice, and that's, that's because her real name, you that's that's her, that's her real name. That is her real name. Um, but again, what did she do before she became? She used to do pole dancing. She was one of the Suicide Girls. So you know what. Uh, apparently, sex is the only magic coming up. These is that days. why we don't get the views, Chris?
1: Is it because we're not sexy enough?
0: Maybe, maybe. I, I don't struggle anywhere else, so I don't understand why my magnetism doesn't work over the internet. Well, to be fair, Chris, there may be something in that. I mean, but I don't dress like a living sex doll.
1: Well, we, we. Maybe that's what I should be doing. We did watch a video by Scottish Cunningways earlier where he was in his little pants. <laughs> Can you remember that? Fuck it. We'll link Whoa. to the video under this. That was we'll a link, view. We'll link to the video that under That was a there, view in the house. Where half. he was in his little pants. And I have noticed that since that went up,
0: um, <laughs> although, <laughs> subscribers have gone up quite a lot. <laughs> although, I do feel like when we first started touring, um, and actually going and doing events in person, mm. we were pretty much known as as the witches in Hollister. So that kind of yeah, but there's nothing wrong with that. I feel I feel like there was a there was a dress code. Yeah, but yeah, but this is in our head. This is
1: the complete opposite. This is the complete opposite, right? We were talking about we were we wore. You know, I okay. I only buy my clothes from two fucking shops (laughs) that happen to both be opposite each other and right next to a free car park, which is why I go there and I like them. They're decent quality, they last, and they fit me fine. You know. Okay, I do wear the same shit all the time. I'll give you that. But I don't go and do sexy, sexy stuff on YouTube and the like to get views, right? Yeah. I know that that is probably how you get views. And I don't
0: think you can accuse us of doing that either. No, I am a pretty good pole dancer, but I don't think that would be something that would actually get us more views. It might get us kicked off the internet. Potentially, personally. Yes. yes. Um. So, but then I think that's sizest of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would get you k- kicked
1: off a of TikTok. Have you, re- have you read the actual leaked documents from TikTok? No. So in on TikTok, they obviously, like Facebook and all of the others, they have, like, uh, if anyone blocks content or reports content, they have people to manually review it. Well, the people that manually review it have a basically a code that they're supposed to go by of things. And on that code, you would normally expect, is there swearing, is there this and is there that? So they actually leaked the actual genuine document from TikTok and it is, first, is the person under a certain age, do they have wrinkles, do they look attractive? (laughs) Do they look... Does the background look scummy, essentially? And to the point where in the, like, sub-paragraphs is? are there cracks in the walls? You know, (laughs) does it look like a slump? And it's basically, like, the basic summary of it is... Do they look like attractive people that have got a little bit of money? If the answer is yes, just let the video stay. If the answer is no, get rid of it. And they actually named the policy. There's a policy there that also got leaked. And it was, I can't remember what it was, but it was something like an aesthetic aesthetics policy or something like that. And it was all about, well, we need to get rid of ugly people off of TikTok. And we need to get rid of poor people that look like they're poor off of TikTok and replace them with anyone that looks like they're somewhat attractive because attractive people maintain an audience. Do we need to maybe give one of our mentees a a little makeover and make them kind of uber 2021... Sex appeal. sex appeal, you know? Do we need to get a... Uh, one of the girls or something like that, and and jazz her
0: up, tart her up, give her something yeah. low cut, and and, and push us up, some chicken fillets.
1: That would <sighs> definitely get the views,
0: but it would I'm wondering get the views, whether it but... would improve magical <laughs> practice. I don't think it would improve magical practice. I also think that we would lo- we wouldn't be finding the brilliant people that we find, or or should I say, find us, <laughs> because let's say, let's put it. Quite clearly, we don't search for people; they do find us. Yeah, that is true. Um, and they have come to us in some very interesting ways. Yes, very um, true. So, which at the end of the day, this is what reminds you know what reminds me that we are doing the right thing and we don't need to change. Um, but at the same time, it's so fucking frustrating that such vapid people with no actual practice are capable of pulling a much better audience than we do. Yeah, but it's not about the audience
1: much, as it? It's about how many people are going to be harmed by the information.
0: Yeah.
1: Because that's the thing. You used to talk about all of these... Because I've met so many witches that moan about Charmed, and they moan about all of these things to the point that they're a cliché that the likes of Keldon and people like that that are fucking idiots also moan about Charmed and that. But what they don't understand is they're just as bad. Yeah. They're still peddling. What they're peddling shit. is the same shit. <laughs> it's the same shit. They're talking about how, oh, yeah, all of this stuff. Goddesses like, in white robes. Yes, yeah, s- Druids in white <laughs> robes. Um, you know? s- Sabrina, oh, no, I don't like the Netflix because I don't like how it, you know. It glorifies Jesus. It glorifies Jesus. Like, glorifies
0: the folk devil. Yeah. yeah like, I that, oh, fucking hell. I just, I don't know. I don't think there is um, a right or wrong way. And I, I just, I'm grateful for the people that actually listen to us and interact with us. And grateful for the people that take stuff that we mention in passing and run with it. And, and do with some it, cool do magic. some really cool magic. Yeah. And I just hope that more and more of them keep coming. I just, yeah. I, I had a week where it, it, it's all layered on top of me and I thought, fuck this shit, I need to buy a miniskirt. skirt. Um, and a push up bra and a push up bra and see if i can sell this shit better you might have to get rid of the beard although some some, some people are really people into might that, like that yeah you know? um but yeah i think i think i'll leave it there um and i'm sure you'll tell us what you think in the comments um and i'll look forward to our next mentee uh, you know mentee session the next time that you you need to be pushed to the next level um and hopefully i'll hear more from you so hope you had a good Sawen. And I might come and ramble some more again.
1: Oh, we'd love you to ramble more, I'm sure.
0: Bye, everyone.